Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. And before we get started tonight, one of the things that, that was really on my heart is to kind of reiterate and kind of go over prayer for the nations. Um, as your pastor, it's important that we pray for our nation. As it, because the things that are going on are not by accident. They're, they're a reflection of, of a nation that is not taking its rightful place in prayer. Yeah. I mean, you can honestly look at what's going on around you and people aren't praying like they should. You know, even people in, in government say they can tell when people aren't praying for them. Yes. They can tell. That means if they can tell, that means that you and I have a responsibility to pray for those folks back back east in, in the White House and in, in the local governments. It's so important because every day they're facing situations, decisions that you and I are not aware of. And we just thank you, Father, for the revelation that their eyes are on and their understandings are being enlightened so that they may know what is the true voice and the leadings and the promptings of the spirit. Amen. So we're just going to take a moment to pray for Donald Trump. And Father, we just lift up our president. We speak protection over him. We thank you, Heavenly Father. No wicked or evil or calamity shall come near his dwelling, nor destructive element would try to come against him. Father, we bind, we bind the works of the enemy. And we speak protection around him. We speak protection around our legislators, senators. Uh, uh, di- uh, hmm, yes, senators. And, and, and yes, who are, who are the other folks Governors, senators, governors, and uh, all different houses, and the, those who those who would make decisions affecting our nation and, and and laws, we lift them up before you now, and we thank you, Father, that only the righteous laws stand, that only laws that bring this country into to what is right and doing what's right, let those laws stand. And I thank you, Father. We declare, we declare it is so. We declare that the the voice of evil shall not triumph. Amen? No, the voice of evil shall not triumph. No, you you won't silence the the voice of righteousness, but the voice of righteousness shall go forth. It shall go forth. It shall declare. It shall speak up. And I thank you, Father, that the church raised a standard up through prayer, bringing down the works of the enemy, bringing down the, de- the, the, the deceptive paths, bring, oh, bringing to light, bringing to light, bringing to light those things that were in darkness. And I thank you, Father, we, just, we, we, we come against those deceptive elements and we speak light by the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious mighty name, and everybody said... Amen. Well, good evening, everybody. Hey, we love you. I did want to say hello to a few folks out there. Um, just to let you know, I love you. Joe and Marietta, we love you. Alvarez Solis Panksavat, uh, Alvarez Romero Gonzalez. I want to say congratulations, Alexa, George, and Jordan. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank God this wasn't live. Okay, well, let's just cut that out. Yeah. Okay. I love the heart of it, though. Huh? I like your heart of it, though. But yeah. You don't want to hurt other people's feelings. I, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. Start from right here. <laughs> okay, let's, do, do we turn, let's open our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Tonight, we're going to talk about faith's renewal. Amen. Well, that's been the topic, faith renewal. And part of the topic we're going to talk about, faith sees the answer. Amen. 
Amen. Faith sees the answer. You know it's important that faith sees the answer? Over here in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, it says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know that word health means, that, that, that they find them and health? Do you know that word health means medicine? It means medicine to all their flesh. Come on, but it says, a thing I love says, give my attention to the word. Incline your ears. Faith sees the answers when it, when it pays attention to what's in the word. Faith sees the answers. He says, you know what? This is my answer here. This is the answer I need. I need to attend to the word. I need to incline my ears to what is being said. I can't let that depart from my eyes. I need to keep them in, the, keep them in my heart because they're going to be life and medicine. See, when you see that, you see that it's medicine to your, then you start to take a whole different role. No, nope, today I read the word. Today it's life and health to my body. I read the word. It was medicine. You can read Lamentations and say, no, I read the word. That's medicine. It's good. It's good for me. <laughs> you're reading Lamentations. You're reading Revelation. You know, and they're not like the most, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, uh, yeah, more like, like, hoo-ha, you know, exciting. You're like, because they're, they're pretty tough reading because they talk about sometimes some things are kind of even sometimes difficult to understand. But you can say, you know what? It's healing. Why is it healing? Because the word says it is. It says it produces healing. And so you're, you've, you've got to look, take a look at the word. And every time you see it, you're like, it produces life in me. That's right. It produces, it's medicine to me. Yes. It's medicine. Yes. And sometimes we think of medicine as just being something for a physical body. How about medicine for the way you think? Mm-hmm. How, about, how about medicine for the way you feel? Mm-hmm. How, how, about some, how about medicine for the way you, you know, maybe you're treating other folks. Come on, maybe, maybe you need to get some healing and deliverance in those areas. So that's when, when faith sees the answer, it sees the answers in the way that it just is not just inclusive to one area, but it always sees the greater picture. It's one thing I like about faith. It produces vision on the inside of you and I. It, it, it's not just a one single vision. You start to see the, the possibilities. You know, great men of vision always see possibilities greater than what the answer they're given. Like when, when, when God told Abraham to leave his nation, and he goes, and I'll, I'll, I'll make you a mighty nation, and I'll, 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 I'll bring you to a land flowing with milk and honey. He thought, wow, that's going to be great. And then he, he just seemed to get more... <laughs> He just seemed to get more than what he anticipated because he just kept his eye on the Lord. And, and then the vision just kept growing. And, and then he saw his dreams and, and the things that he believed come to pass. Yeah. You know, vision, and I don't know why I'm going on the topic of vision, but when you are a person that sees the answer, you see the bigger picture with that vision. Mm-hmm. It's so much bigger. It's so much bigger than what you anticipated. Right. And you see this thing like, okay, I'm, Lord told me to do this. But, but, you know, something seems bigger than that. And then you just kind of keep following that rabbit trail that the Lord keeps showing you. you just keep hopping down it and following. Next thing you know, it just gets bigger. And what, what's getting bigger? It's the obedience. Uh-huh. It's through obedience that God is able to do more in your life. And then he's able to fill those treasuries up. So you've got to start seeing yourself as a person who's got a great vision, yeah. following the path of God, following the leading of the Lord. Amen. Yeah. 
Let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. You know, it's so important because, you know, I remember growing up in my, uh, back in the day when I lived over in, uh, when we, Pastor Melina and I, we first got married or before we even got married, I said, I told her, we're not going to, I go, one day, one, I said, you know, I mean, I believe faith has it now, but you know, when, even when faith has it now, even faith knows there's a starting point. So, so I wasn't expecting him moving from the low house to the white house overnight. And so how many of you know that the, the steps of a righteous man are many steps, but hey, the Lord is meets you there at every step. And he, I'm going to tell you, he's brought us from glory to glory to glory. And I'm telling you, if you, if you would have seen and, uh, and heard and been there and, and, and got to be intimate, I, I used to tell him, Pastor Lee, we're not going to stay here forever. One of these days we're going to live in one of the nicest houses. You know, it, I told her we're going to be, I used to tell her, we're going to be rich. God's going to take care of us. And this, this is when we're, 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 we're <laughs> we have hardly food in, in our, in our pantry and, and, and there's roaches fly, walking around. And I said, one of these days, we ain't going to stay here. And I mean, I'm just calling, I was speaking to that, that whiner. We ain't staying here. We ain't staying here apartment. This is just temporary. What? Because you start to see something bigger. Yeah. You start to see that no matter what, as long as you trust in the Lord, you're always going to move into something more. Yeah. And see, I'm not the only one whom the Lord has done that with. Right. There's a lot of you sitting out there who, who, right. who, who have been through this and know that what I'm saying is truth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And why is that? Because truth doesn't sit silent. Mm -hmm. When you do the word, truth has a way of just exposing things. Truth has a way of saying, look, when you do the word, Here's the blessing. When you do the word, here's the healing. When you do the word, the blind eyes are open. When you do the word, the lame are walking. I mean, come on. Just think about all that, all that happens, all that you see when you start to follow the word. Yes. Come on. Come on. Because faith sees the answer. Faith sees the answer when no one else sees the answer. Faith sees a baby before the baby's even born. That's true. Did you guys get to Matthew chapter 8? Matthew 8 verse 17 says is that it might be fulfilled that which he that that fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. What does faith do? It sees itself healed. It sees what Jesus did on the cross. He bore our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. That's what faith sees. It doesn't see itself holding it anymore. It doesn't see itself Getting up, well, I just got to live, or how should I say, building our lives around that circumstance. Well, we, we can't afford to do that. You know, you think about infirmity, but what about a, what about a checkbook that's sick? You know, any, any lack is deficiency. What if you got a sick checkbook? What if you got a sick child? What if, what if you got sick relationships that are, aren't working out the way they should? And there's a bit of a, there's a bit of an apathy, a sickness in it. Like it just, just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. No, faith says, I see my relationship with my spouse good. No, I see, I see, I see that relationship healed and restored. No, I see my body healed and restored. That's because that's what faith does. It kind of reminds me, and I, and I don't remember if we've talked about this, and I, I believe I have, but I don't want to just skip over it thinking that we have uh, spoke about this. But we know that faith is the things hoped for, right? Let's see. Oh, let's actually just, let's just turn to Hebrews chapter 11, because, you know, it's important we don't just mention it. Let's just get into word on it. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. 
Again, because the word is medicine. And when we see this word, we're going to believe as we're reading it that it's producing in us and that we're going to get revelation, that we're going to get understanding and that we're, we're going to walk away like, man, I didn't see it that way. And, and for some reason, you know, faith never gets bored. Faith doesn't get, I, you know, I never, I, faith don't get bored at church. I've never been bored at church. I mean, when, when you tell me I'm going to, our, part of our family, our part of Idra, we're going to say, we're going to go down south and we're going to go to camp meeting. We're going to go to Holy Ghost, Ghost Camp Meeting. What is the first thing? We get excited. We get our outfits picked up. We're ready to go. Oh, man, I can't wait to go to church. Can't wait to see everybody. Can't wait to just, you know, get in the Word, get some new, get, get, get fed and get yeah. some revelation. Yeah, yeah. Come back all excited, pumped yeah. up about what God is doing. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get bored with it. How could you get bored with it? Yeah, yeah. It's done so much. Yeah. It's done so much. My goodness. So now faith is, verse 1, now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of the things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and evidence of things not seen, the conviction of the reality. Faith comprehends at fact what we cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Now I want to talk to you, there's a difference between hope and faith. Because I think a lot of believers, they get, they, they, it's, it's subtle, but it's not, but you, the devil will try to hoodwink you and cheat you with that, within that subtlety. Because you think that you, you're, you're believing something, but when you, what you're doing is you're really using your hope. You're using, well, are you here? Well, I hope, I hope I'm healed. What do you mean you hope you're healed? Well, you know, I, I prayed it hasn't happened yet. I'm hoping that, that I get it. No, faith is now. Faith sees the answer. Right. Faith sees the answer in the word. No, I'm healed. According to God's word, I'm healed. That's right. That's right. Well, how do you feel? doesn't matter how I feel. Faith, right. I, I, I don't go by what I see. I don't go by what I feel. According to God's word, God's word said I was healed. Yeah. The word said I was healed, past tense, 2,000 years ago. Therefore, I'm already healed. Yes. So you, but you can't do that with healing. Mm-hmm. You, can, you, you, you can't do that with salvation. Mm-hmm. You can't hope for salvation. I've only heard like maybe one or two people in over 25 years say, well, one day I hope to get saved. Now, I don't know if they ever got saved. I, I hope they got saved. I didn't know them well enough to. But I, I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> that kind of faith will, 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 will get you in the pit, literally for eternity. And, and, and you'll, you'll miss God because you said, I hoped. I hope he saved me. But faith is now. Faith is now. Faith says, I have it. It's mine. I receive it. I'm born again. I thank you, Father. So faith, I, I, I receive. The Bible talks that we receive grace through faith. Come on. That's how we receive salvation. It is the grace through faith that we receive that. So you and I, that's how we're going to get born again. Through that now this faith. Now there's, what, what, what's the biblical kind of hope? Well, there is a biblical kind of hope. Don't get nervous. The biblical kind of hope is we know that there's going to be a rapture. We know that when the trumpets are, are blown, that like within a twinkling eye, we were, we're going to be translated from this world into the next world, and we're going to be like, hey, come on. And then we're going to, those who, we're, we're, before you know, it's going to happen. There, there, there won't, you'll, be, you'll be just saying, well, I wonder if this is ever going to happen. You could be right in the middle, halfway in that thought. Before you know it, you're, you're standing in glory. We, we, that's a hope. We, the hope is, do you know that um, 
that as I get older, I'm going to live to 120. I have this hope. I'm living to 120. But you know, I believe it now. I believe right now that I'm going to live at 120. But it's because it's somewhere at the end and we don't know when it's going to happen. There are certain things that that are like, how should I say, future tense and uh, we that that haven't happened yet, but they're going to happen. They're, they're going to happen. I said, they're going to happen for you and I. So you don't have to worry. They're going to happen. Am I going to, I'm going to go pre-trip, post-trip. When when am I, when are we going to go up to the glory? It don't matter. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy the journey. Enjoy enjoy the time while you're here. Believe God. Be like faithful Abraham. You know, so journey, man. Walk around like you own the place for at least. (laughs) Walk around like at least you own the place. Live live a life where you're feeling at least, hey, man, I I got a good, man, I've got, I got the answers on the inside of me. Man, I know God is for me. Who can be against me? Come on, I'm I'm living out the answer. Come on, I see answers. I don't see problems. I see answers to problems. Come on. I tell you, you start changing the way you look at things, your life will end up a lot better. Am I right? Come on, because we're moving up. Yes. We're moving up. You and I, we're moving up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 11. Well, we're going to cover all throughout the Bible today. Amen. Cover it, man. We're covering it. Amen. We've got some things we need to see. Uh-huh. Come on. We've got, we're seeing our answers. Yeah. I wanted to point out something that may not be subtle, and you may have read it a hundred times, maybe more, because if you go to any faith church, you're going to hear these scriptures. Never get bored. Like I said earlier, don't ever get bored. Yeah. Just say, oh, I'm going I'm to find a different facet on this. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember some number of years ago, I must have heard a, 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 a message by a particular message over and over and over and over. I must have heard it dozens of times. I won't say lots of times, a hundred times, but I've, I've heard it quite a bit. One day I'm laying in my bed halfway asleep and he says something. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard him say that before. I'm like, I got up and just kind of looked at the thing. I, I saved it and I said, I, I wrote down the place where I heard it. And then I went back to it. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard it. And I, I just, it just really stood out to me. So, you know, don't, don't just think that you come here to hear the word and, and not get an answer. That's right. See the answer. Yeah. See the answers. Well, I, I see the answers that I need. Yeah. I see the answers that are going to help propel me to my destiny, to my vision. Amen. Yeah. Because God's got big plans for me. And over here, Mark 11, verse 24, he says, Therefore, I say to you that whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Mm-hmm. Notice the big thing is when you pray, believe you receive it first. Mm-hmm. Then you will have them. Mm-hmm. That's what faith is. Mm-hmm. Believe, believe that you have it first. Then you have it. See, faith happens on the inside. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got my house. I got it. Well, where's your house at? I don't know, but I got it. I got it on the inside of me. I got it on the inside of me. Well, I got that company. I got that business. Where is it? It's on the inside of me. I don't know where it's at, but I got it. I got the vision for it. I've got the steps for it. Where's where's your church building at? I got it on the inside of me. I know where it's at. I know know the foundation. I've got a vision of what it looks like on the outside of it. On the inside of it, I've got this. I've got this dream. I see see the way the curb rolls up. I mean, there are certain things that are not important to certain people that I've even thought about. I'm like, because vision sees it. I see the answer before I even have it. But as far as I'm concerned, I already have it. You know why? Because God loves me. 
That's why God's going to give this church a building, because God loves me. Because God loves you, amen? And God wants to do something new in this community. God wants to do something new on the inside of you. But you got to see the answer. you got to see the answer and know that you have it, amen? Praise God. That's why I always say, you know what? Faith contradicts circumstances. You hear what I said? Faith contradicts circumstances. If, if, if the circumstances say you ain't going to make, I'm making it. You hear what I said? You got to contradict the realities that you face. That's right. I'm not saying they're not, they're not facts, but the good thing about facts are facts are not truth. Mm-hmm. That means facts are always subject to change. That's right. Well, the Dow was, was 26,000. Well, now it's 27,000. Yeah, but yesterday it was 26,000, but today it's 27. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact, but we know if you know anything about the Dow, it changes. Mm-hmm. It's not the truth. It's just, it's just the fact of the moment. So quit trying to live your life and build your life around facts. Build your, your life around the word. Build yourself around the truth of the word. The, the truth, not the facts, the truth. The truth is you are healed. You are, you, are, you are not condemned. You are blessed going in. You're blessed going out. That's the truth. Contradict the circumstances. Well, you were, you were raised in a poor neighborhood. You're never going to make it out. of No, contradict it. No, I'm getting out of this neighborhood. No, I'm not staying here. Come on, you got to start seeing yourself move up instead of just staying, staying put. Right. Learn to start contradicting. But my body don't want to move. Then you start contradicting. You start doing what you couldn't do before. Right. Start stepping out. Yes. I, start, I see myself wiggling my toes. I thank you, Father. I just start trying to wiggle your toes. Do what it, start, take, start taking them faith steps. Start, start contradicting that circumstance. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, you start doing that, God will show up, show up and meet you there. Amen. Come on, Hebrews chapter 13. Hmm. This preacher's on fire. Come on. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. It says, did you get there? Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 5. He says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, so we may boldly say, let the, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do for me, do to me. Come on. Yeah. He will never leave you, nor he will he forsake you. Yes. Well, it looks like, feels like God's about, no, he will never leave you. Yeah. Nor forsake you. Faith, faith doesn't go well. Oh God, I've just made too many mistakes. I've just done messed up too many times. I feel like I've just, I've just done crossed the line. This, you know, I, they said something, I said something, and the argument got out of hand, and I just, I just went too far. No, faith contradicts and, gets the, and goes to the answer. No, he will never leave me yeah. nor forsake me. Yeah. Ain't that good news? Yeah. No matter how bad you screwed up, no matter what big mistakes you may have made, yeah. you can contradict them circumstances and say, you know what, this guy's going to live right. You know, this, this per- I'm going to start living right. I'm going to start talking right. Yeah. Well, I, I, cussed that, I cussed that morning, sir. I just cussed. And, well, contradict you. You know what, my mouth just says nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. You just got to start saying, I, start, I speak good words. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I remember uh, a minister talked about that. You know, you just got to start saying, this is how I talk. No, this is my reality. Contradict your old reality. Violate the old way of that old, how should I say? Violate that old way of living. That's right. 
When your body don't feel like getting up, get up. Contradict. Con- I'm going to get up and pray today. I'm, I'm going to get up and read my, I'm going to contradict what my flesh wants to do today. Don't let your flesh have the final word. Well, I didn't read my Bible. God, I just don't feel like the Lord is with me. Well, that's a lie. That's not faith. Contradict that with the answer. No, God is with me. The the devil gives you an answer like that. You contradict him. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more. You ever ever notice that there's nothing more more upsetting as a parent when a child tries to contradict you? (laughs) You ever just notice that? You you tell them it's up. They say it's down. You say it's white. They say it's they say it's black. Mm -hmm. You call it tomato. You call they call it tomato. That's one of those situations. Why don't you do that with the devil? Start contradicting him. He starts telling you that you're never going to make it. You're never going to buy a house. You're never going to find a husband. You've done messed up. You've done, you've made too many mistakes. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Contradict that. I said, no, I, God's got the right one for me. My goodness. I'm going to tell you, I've been married for 25 years. If you would have seen half of the women, women I dated, you were like, oh, I couldn't believe Pastor Marcus went out with her. And now these people were bad, but they just didn't know Jesus. And then I found, I found myself a pearl in a field of high value. And I sold, I got rid of everything so that I may attain that precious field <laughs> for that one little treasure that was in it. And I'm telling you, God contradicted my circumstances of how I was living and brought me the right one. Contradicted it. He said, I didn't deserve the best, but I got the best. Some of you have known me for, for the, the time that you've known Pastor Mel, You know I've done well. <laughs> I've done good. I, you know, I just, it's, it's the Lord. It's the Lord's doing. It ain't, it, ain't Pastor, it ain't Pastor Marcus's good charm and good looks, although I would like to think that. But I will tell you this, you, you trust God to, to, and you start contradicting with your mouth. No, God, you're going to get me the other side. You're going to get me the right person. You're going to get me the right job. You, you're going to get me to the right company to own. You're, 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 you're going to help me with the things that I've struggled with. And I'm going I'm to violate the way I eat. I'm not going to eat the way I did. I'm not going to go for another bag of Cheetos. You know what I mean? Start, just start contradicting what you normally would have done and start doing what you should be doing. Come on. Start rebelling against hell. Hey, yeah. hey start rebelling. Say, I, I'm putting up a fight. I ain't doing it anymore. Yeah. People always want to fight. Well, fight, fight the right fight. Come on, fight the fight of faith. Come on. Right. Amen. Trust God. Amen. 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 Let's open our Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. Verse 24. We're getting ready to close here. Chapter 2, verse 24. Now we're going to go to the next thing. You know, faith says the answer. Come on, 1 Peter 2, 24. Who himself bore our sins in his body on, on the tree, that he who died to sins might, deli- might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Come on, faith has the answer. Says, come on. He says his, that, that his body bore my sin on the tree, and by his stripes... Come on, I died to sin. Come on, that I might live what? To righteousness. And by, by his stripes, I what? By his stripes, what? I'm healed. Faith says the answer. Faith says it. You can't say it with your heart. You got to say it with your mouth. 
You know what I said? People say, well, I'm just saying it on the inside. No, it's not enough to say it. Yeah. I think it. No, it's not enough to think it. You have to say it. Yes. You know, your, your body responds to words. You, you've heard people say this countless times. Your people respond to words. Yeah. Plants respond to words. Mm-hmm. You ever just notice? I have a, I have a tree on the side of my house, and uh, and it's a nectarine tree. And the, when we first moved in, first 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 year into it, thing produced nothing. And then the next year, it produced like one piece of fruit. And I'm telling you, I got upset with that tree. I caught up to that tree. I said, look. Tree, you need to start producing some fruit or I'm going to take you out because you're, you got some beautiful leaves on you, but you're not producing nothing. So I'm going to have to take you out. So I said, you better start growing some fruit. And I ought to tell you, man, we got to go to that tree right now. It's full of fruit. And I mean, it's got a, lot, a big fruit. I said, you're going to, and I tell you, you're going to produce big fruit and, and good fruit. And I have another tree and, and, and right next to that. And I decided I'm going to start encouraging that tree. It's going to live. Yes. You're going to live. You're going to make it. You, you're going to make it. It was all dried up to the top right there. And I started going up tree. Tree, you're going to make it. You're going to make it this year. And there's a part where it had stopped growing some of them little pines off the top. It, it started filling up over some pines on the top. But I said, you're going to make a tree, but you're a pretty tree. You're going to make it. And guess what it's doing? It's doing really good. What are you trying to say? You're making God? No, I'm just doing the word. Yeah. I'm doing the word. I'm speaking in the mountain. Speaking the word. It's, it's my tree. It's part of my home. It blesses me to see it. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a right to demand it of it. Uh-huh. And you're, you're the healed tree. You're the, I speak to my pets. You're, you're the healed pet. You're the delivered pet. I have a dog that lived 17 years. I still don't know how, why she lived that long. Because usually dogs, she, she lived a long life. Yeah. A long, abundant life. And, and God cares about your little ones. He cares about your dogs. He cares about your parents. He, he cares about the things that, that, that matter to you. Amen. Yes. But, you, but your, the, the answer has got to be in your mouth. That's right. you, you can't just sit there like, well, I wish she would do better on the inside and say nothing. Yeah. You, you, you have got to speak the word. Amen. 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 That's why I like Psalms 27 verse 1. It says, the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who shall I, who shall I, I be afraid of? Yes. Oh, I'm telling you. Who shall you be afraid of? Mm-hmm. You need to say the Lord's your strength. When yes. you feel like you've got no strength, when you feel like you're not going to make it, trust him. Trust him that you will make it. Trust him that you will make it. Even when the storms are raging, even when the problems seem overwhelming, overwhelming, he'll get you to the other side. Just trust him. Trust him knowing that as you speak his word and you, and you recline comfortably knowing that that word is going to get done. That's, 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 that's why we see John in the scriptures leaning, the Bible talks about John and leaning on the breast of Jesus. They could lean back on the Father because they know that His Word was good and they knew it was true. Those of you sitting out there right now, I just want to encourage you that God is in your, on your side. Let those answers come out of your mouth. Start to see yourself walking in the fullness of God's Word. Amen. Well, River Church, I love you. We love you. 
I'm so glad to see God doing great things on the inside of you. Amen. Well, hey, we'll see you Sunday. Amen. Amen. I don't care who you are. It, it gets hot up there, man. Oh, you're wearing a, a coat. coat. Well, I'm not natural. I'm supernatural. I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Oh.